It's the Life After High School Podcast. All right, episode 25. Wesley, buddy, welcome to the show, man. I appreciate you having me in your home. Yeah, no problem, man. No awesome. Problem. Thank you. So, uh, you said about two years ago, we were talking about it before uh, we hit record, and you mentioned you had an accident that took place. Yeah, I uh, I definitely did. Yeah, at, at the skate park, I uh, it was a small little fall, like uh, kind of like a routine kind of bail. But uh, instead of it being super routine, I landed back on my skateboard, and uh, my leg hyperextended, and uh, ended up tearing my ACL and uh, ripping my meniscus, and uh, and flipping it like up up in half in between both my bones so it was definitely a uh, a uh, serious injury and like uh, <clears throat> I wasn't doing anything too technical too wild we always jump around do handrails stair sets crazy stuff like jump down things and it was a simplistic like flat ground trick basically it wasn't even anything right. large right so mm -hmm. just to put that in scale I wasn't doing anything, uh, you know, outrageous. Yeah, extreme, right? yeah exactly. Jeez. And uh, and it and it and it happened just like that. I've been skateboarding for years. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it was a routine trick. It just uh, it just went out of whack. Didn't uh, pop right. Mm -hmm. It just it didn't pop at all. It actually just it rolled off the wheels, and therefore the board spun kind of out of control. Didn't know where it was going. Like I said, landed on it. Yeah. back on the board with one foot kind of did the splits all weird and my leg went forward and hyperextended and bent the wrong way I'm trying to visualize that and it does not sound enjoyable at all no no, no it really hurt yeah, and right. uh, yeah once I got in, once I got into the hospital uh, the uh, and, and got and got uh, checked out by a couple people yeah. um, they, they they put me in like emergency surgery so like I was I was put into surgery like the next day or like two days later type thing. I had mm -hmm. to wait at the hospital for like 24 hours or so before, okay. you know, they could fit me in because there was a lot more serious yeah. things going on. But Jeez. yeah, thanks to uh, uh, my surgeon though. Yeah, Justin Todd, he was a really- Shout out to him. Yeah, wow. shout out to him, man. He's a really, really nice guy. Jeez. He uh, he helped me through everything and, uh, and, and really pushed for my surgery to be um, a, a rush situation. Some people wait years to get their surgery. No kidding. Yeah, so I felt I felt really blessed in that sense. You know what I mean? Okay, it's a crappy situation, yeah. but this guy's working with me to do the best he can um, because, like you know, I I was also there, given the option to go down to Toronto and get it done. And we were talking about that, but he's yeah. like, we'll try and make it easier on you we can you know try and make it here mm -hmm. in Sudbury and he's one of the best so I was I was uh, we had a real serious combo because it's a serious yeah, thing okay. I, don't, I don't even like needles you know what I mean and here's this guy oh, I'm gonna yeah. cut you open we're gonna do this your things need your meniscus needs wow, to be anchored down <laughs> you know, yeah. exactly I'm thinking like oh god I've never never been through this kind of stuff okay. right so yeah and I knew right then and there it was gonna affect a lot of things mm -hmm. right so yeah. Okay. Yeah, it definitely. I had just started printing all my clothes, like doing ink yeah. apparel, and the, and started the Instagram. Started like really, you know, printing yeah. clothes. Like I say, I'm working, uh, working with that, and trying to and trying to spread the vibes with that. And then boom, I get hit with like this huge injury, which like affected that huge, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's incredible. Wow. Well, it's good that you've recovered and now you're back on boards and you're. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you like going slowly in your progression or are you just absolutely baby popping? steps? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good to hear. Baby steps. Some may not see it that way. They, they're not like seeing like, uh, like I'm, I'm hopping back on the board. So right away they're getting the instinct like, no, he's hopping on the board. That's, that's bad. Right. But that's my form of exercise. That's mm -hmm. my, that's my form of physical activity since yeah. I've been a kid. That's the only thing I do to get sweaty in the winter and get like, you know, breathing, right. yeah, you know, so you having to work on it. Yeah, get any kind of activity. I don't like going to the gym. Mm -hmm. It's not my thing. Right. I it's like going out and, and and doing my snowboard and snow skate and, and shovel yeah. like crazy to make the the spots and uh, and stuff like and uh, those types of things. So like, you know what I mean? Uh, no, I uh, like getting back on track. I, I definitely like uh, am, am taking baby steps in those in those areas because I know 
my workout routine. I have my physio that I've done since day one. Yeah. And uh, I know that if I can't do 50 squats, or sorry, if it hurts to do 50 squats or whatever a day, right, and it's going to hurt to go skateboard or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it did, like, at first I went to the skate park and uh, we did go, sk- go skate day my first summer back from mm-hmm. surgery. And uh, I was very sore and I, c- I could barely do anything. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to, like try something else this summer and like hopped on a bicycle and uh and really got to liking that right so um i found like something that didn't hurt so much but i could still do like an outside activity nice yeah and got to biking so like you know kind of straight away from skateboarding i've been skateboarding for 20 some years (laughs) i can take a couple i can take a year or a couple months off, sorry, two out of the year, right. to to you know do something different with my friends and, and, and have a fun and a different avenue in life, you know. Right. I find also too that when you get really passionate about something, you want to keep the love, and it's tough to almost stray away and give yourself like a break from it than it is to just keep going, keep going, keep going. It's like okay, let's backpedal a bit. We'll get back to this. Like I know you're not like you're going back to skateboarding yeah. for sure. But you just needed that time. Yes. Something else. Yeah. It's, and absolutely, like, stuck with skateboarding throughout the whole thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, like as soon as I could walk, I went to the skate park. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, of, instead of skateboarding, like, 200 times a summer, I only skated, like, 10 times that summer. Oh, okay. In relation, mean. right? So okay. I just took it really easy. And the tricks that I were doing were obviously a lot different. Yeah. Like at first I was just riding around the skate park and it was really hurting my knees. So I was like, okay, oh, really? this is not going to be good. Like we can't do this. So waited a couple months, went back, yeah. rode around. Oh, this feels a little bit better, you know, cause mm-hmm. I had been doing more physio and more, more of my workout to get like stronger with my leg. Yeah. And then realized it was going to be a long process before I got back to where I was, was skateboarding. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, and you know, and I and I come to the realization that I won't really be competitive at skateboarding and all that a long time ago. So it's not like this huge like, oh, I was working to be like in the Olympics. I was, yeah. you know, going to be competitive in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like I'm 32 years old. I, yeah. you know what I mean. Maybe my little brother or some kids around somebody that are really good at skateboarding yeah. could be. <laughs> Could be representing Inc. in the, in the Olympics or something yeah, like that, but uh, but not but like I'm not looking to be, you know, there. I I still do it just as a fun like recreational kind of deal. Like you know what I mean? Right. But yeah. I'm curious. That's sweet though, because I'm curious. Take us through and me as well your skateboarding experience from when you begin. Like what kickstarted you into finding it as a passion? Oh man, like going all the way back, it's like, it starts uh, seeing it, like me and my dad, just like seeing skateboarding in general, yeah. whether it be on a movie, or my dad, they're like, yo, Wes, check that out, like skateboarding, and I'm just like, dad, you know, yeah. this is, this is that crazy cool this stuff it, right dad. now, this is the this stuff, it, yeah, this is it, so, and it started like that, and my cousin, like, got into it, and, like, I don't know, I just remember seeing certain logos like the Spitfire logo and like yeah. World Industries, just certain mm-hmm. big things like Blind, things like that's that. I, yeah, that's when I know real well. The Little Reaper, like when I was yeah. a kid, man, like, oh my god, <clears throat> Blind and, and all that stuff like was like all it was, right? And like, and then I found out there was hundreds of companies, like great companies, like <laughs> Alien Workshop, Habitat, all those, all those wicked, you know, skate companies and, uh, um, uh, like I just, it, it all started, like I said, like looking at it as like, a, oh, that's a cool, that'd be a cool thing to like do, you know, just wheeling down the street on cruising on a skateboard. Yeah. And my cousin was into it, got, got like on his board in the driveway one or one day or another. And then like, that was straight up the kickstart for me. Like it, it was my older cousin, Wayne. And, uh, he, he, he was always cool, man. He was always into like he got me into like Offspring, Green Day when I was like a little kid. Nice. <laughs> Starting you off early, yeah. Like I was young and I was listening That's to like, all that stuff, and it was wicked. Like he got me into like so much cool stuff and and skateboarding and 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 so really, I I did definitely like have to have to thank him for for that. And then 
it just grew from there, man. I I never stopped. Wherever I went, like I took skateboarding with me. Like mm-hmm. I I moved from the south end to the valley when I was a younger kid. Like from in like grade three. That's, I don't even know how old I just remember I was in grade three. That's how I was young. Yeah, was so, young. so I was young. We lad. We moved from like the south end of Surrey to to the valley, and it was like a change for me, right? And and change school, change friends, all that stuff. But I had my skateboard. I was doing my thing, and like none of the kids here in the valley were like skateboarding or anything, right? So Weird. not very many, and none of the young kids. I seen some older kids doing it. Okay. And I was and I seen them at the gas station a couple times skateboarding, doing their thing, but. In my grade, I'd never seen a skateboard, so I brought mine to, to school a couple of days, and like kids were like, "What is this?" We're in the basketball court. Boom! I do a, like try and do a kickflip, you know, land upside down. I'm like, whoa! This kid like works at it. like he's doing things, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And a couple kids got interested, dude. We had a crew after that in the valley. It was like, oh man, we made a website. Oh, yeah. We made videos, yeah. dude. It was thing, and then it just built up, and like I always wanted to create something bigger a brand a, a, a company from it like I always seen these skate companies like doing so good you know what I mean some of them failed some of them did really good and some of them are still to this day like Vans and Spitfire yeah. and all Those these too big to fail at this point Powell and all uh, these all these great like companies that you can never ever they'll never mm-hmm. go under because they're the originators they're the creators of this whole situation so you know, I uh, I always was inspired by the, these bigger companies and wanted to do my own thing. Like you know, why can't oh, I, why can't we do it? Why can't Sub, like Subway has so much talent, and that's what I also want to expose is uh, some people want to create a company or create something to to just like emphasize them. Like look at me, this is what I do. Me, you know what I mean? There's definitely like an eye and ink, but there's no, there's like no. I and team and it's team ink around here and yeah. it's like put everywhere on my coffee table <laughs> places yeah. on on my back patch on my jacket nice. everywhere I go you know what I mean that's mm-hmm. I need all my squad to help me with to help make the whole thing happen right I can't make a whole snowboard setup it takes an sure, army yeah. of us with snow floats and rails and I can't lift a rail and just right there you know that being said, so our backyard setup takes a takes a like a crew of people on that, and and we definitely like you know have have a thing going on, and that's what I'm that's what I want to try and do is bring people together. Some people don't like that; they're like, "Oh man, I like doing my own thing," but I'm really all about bringing people together because I see he's talented, I see this guy's talented. Oh, you're good. Oh, let's all snowboard together because that that would make it. You know that would make us like a force to be reckoned with, rather than you being yeah. clicky, you being on your own thing, and we're all from the same city. Yeah. Yo, that's real kind of negative vibes right there. Mm-hmm. So I just try to bring people together. I just want everyone to like be able to um, like uh, benefit from this. If you're if you're so concentrating on being, you know, uh, like you know, trying to be uh, clicky or whatever, you're not going to be focused on the main goal, which is like filming and getting clips and getting out there and right, exposing yeah. yourself snowboarding. And that's what these kids yeah. need to do, and that's what I want to do. Is like eventually, I want to try and like work at filming more. Mm-hmm. Oh, these, oh, you're going out snowboarding? Okay, maybe I'm not going to buckle up in my bindings and try this handrail this time. I'm going to film. Like I'll bring the lights out, the camera, the action, and and. Nice. And some music and film you guys, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. Because, like I said, I'm over the competitive thing. I'm over trying to, like... Right, that's not something anymore that you see yourself doing. No, I, I want to snowboard because, like, I want to snowboard and do my thing. I'm not doing it to try and be competitive and try and get sponsored anymore or anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. in my, in, for my vision, you know what I mean? That's that's how I look at it. In... In all reality, if anything, like I want to do snow skating. Snow skating is my thing. Like snowboarding and skateboarding, huge niches, big markets, big things, big things going on. And and snow skating is like this. It's this like thing that that's growing and getting bigger, and, and it's and it's huge right now actually. And um, there's not uh, there's not that many companies or or people doing it. There's only like three or four in the whole world that makes snow skates. No shit. You know what I mean? The certain type that I that I use anyways. Right. The trick the trick style, single no single like uh, um, 
apply snow skates, you know what I mean? Right, so there's a lot of room for you to make a dent in the niche. Yeah, there like there definitely is. I I would like to make snow skates, but I'd also like to work with the companies that make snow skates too. Right. Because I I want to become like a graphic designer. I want to do. I want to work with my art, and I also want to work with people that are already doing great things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and like, if I have to, eventually I would I would love to make my own. Yeah, though. Like if if it comes down to it, and I can't work with other companies and things are not working out, like it's. That's definitely something I've been looking at because out of skateboarding, snowboarding, and all that, those types of presses are the like easier ones to make. Yeah, because they don't involve so much money. <clears throat> yeah. Nice. No, and Barcelona's pretty fucking sick. Oh yeah, it was it was a, a crazy experience, man. You'd skate uh, spot to spot, and you would see a spot on the way to going yeah. to a spot on this Google Maps thing. So we're like, no, man, it's just around the corner. And they're like, no, dude, look at this ledge around this corner. <laughs> yeah. So we'll stop here before we go there. And it's like you keep just seeing them on the way, man. And it, and it, it, was, uh, it was amazing to see um, certain things not skated. Mm-hmm. That would have been, it's like, if this was anywhere else, this would be definitely a spot or this would be yeah. skated huge. And they're just like, no, there's way better stair sets than that what one. What the f- So just down the street, you know, go to this 10 set because that one's perfect. Wow, and it was, and I was like, oh man, this is like where skateboarding Paradise. lives. Yeah, and you've Jeez. seen it, man. I seen like, um, I seen like ridiculous like pro skateboarders. I seen uh, my friend get his ass whooped by a girl in Game of Skate two times in a row because oh, he thought man. he was gonna like, oh this time I'm not gonna go easy on her because she's a girl or because he thought he went like easy yeah. on her the first time. No, no, she like she's that much better. She just kicked his ass again, Fuck, and it good? was super. Oh, she was ridiculous, what? and it was cool to see that. Like, cause I knew she was good. I was watching her skate the whole time. I guess he didn't see her like killing oh, it. No. So he goes like try to hot shot it, or I don't know how it went about. Either way, it might have yeah. that might not have been like a hot shot move. But either way, my my buddy goes to go play skate with her and just gets his ass handed to him, and we didn't expect that, right? I didn't. I didn't honestly. I seen her skate and she was good, but my friend's real good too, so, mm-hmm. you know, and there's that side of it, and then and there's like another moment where the other young kid we went with, he plays a game of skate against a Nike professional skateboarder and beats him two times in a row, and the Nike guy was like very steamed because the kid beat him once and he's like, okay, you know, now I'm going to go ham on this kid. Goes ham and then gets Like, a rock, paper, scissors right away. As, as soon as the first game ends, I want a second game, like, to beat you. And my friend, like, the, the younger kid's like, okay, the second game, man. And he's a relentless kid. This kid's so good at flat ground. Yeah, Tim Pedima. He's, like, super, oh, yeah, super good at skateboarding, man. He's, like, up-and-coming, like, uh, amateur skateboarder. Yeah. Like, deserves, like, you know what I mean? a lot of respect because he he's uh he's stuck with it for a long time like some some skaters in Serbia like definitely stopped the whole winter he's moved out of town to keep continue skateboarding through, wow. the, through the winters and all that you know what I mean very dedicated yeah so uh, yeah hopefully uh he goes you know he gets somewhere with that because he's 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 definitely trying his butt off to yeah. to yeah to get somewhere in skateboarding and he, and he is he's doing really good that's sick man because I think Tim He's a year younger than I am. Like, I'm 23. Yeah? So, yeah. I think, because he went to Lockerbie. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because I was like, I, re- I recognize the name. And when you said skateboarding, I put two together. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember him, like, yeah, man. flipping over stairs and shit. Yeah, real good. Back in the day, yeah. Fucking decent, man. Kid's super good, yeah. He's really, really That's good. Sick. Yeah, so, yeah, I went with him to Barcelona, and uh, he was funny, man. He kept me going for sure. Uh, there was lots of times where we had, like, skateboarded for, like, 10, 12 hours that day. Literally, mm-hmm. like... We didn't stop from like leave the Airbnb at nine in the morning on your skateboard. You're yeah. skateboarding everywhere. You're on. You skate while you're, you know, you skate spot to spot and you skate hard you as skate a spot. At spot yeah. Bringing out t-shirts and stuff like that because yeah. you're so sweaty. Right. It's like middle, nine degrees. Oh man, middle summer of summer there summer. is super hot. Dude, you're telling me it was yeah. there like almost the exact same time. Yeah. So. God, yeah, yeah it's so degrees, the sun doesn't go down forever. Beautiful, but like when you're yeah. skateboarding, you're like getting worked, and uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was definitely like a, a cool experience to have. Yeah, like, it sounds sick. Yeah, to have uh, like that. Tim 
whoop that guy's butt and skate yeah, two times in a row was just story, like an experience yeah. and a half. Like I was like, okay, we're out here. Like Severy, like, let's Severy actually like yeah. said something. You know, he, he refs it, okay? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah he's I'm definitely, sure. yeah, yeah, he's definitely. Uh, he's nice. he's sponsored up and he has his. He's got his rules and regulations. He's got to go by because yeah. he's yeah, because oh, he's, he's sponsored and he has That's his sick. like yeah. There's a couple of kids that are, nice, you know yeah. what I mean. That'll rep Inc. But they have their other sponsors that they gotta wear on a daily. Mm-hmm. But they'll they'll they got a hat. They got a tube. They got the hoodie. They're fucking. Yeah. They wear it on the to the bar That's to sick. their whatever on their own time. But like yeah. in videos, if they're getting footage on their bike or on their skateboard or on their scooter. Some of them are sponsored up and, and they need to put on the other. And they have to wear the gear that they're already oh, sponsored by, which is yeah. totally understandable. Yeah, That's what I'm trying to do. I'm yeah. trying to get that same kind of vibe going on where it's like I got my team and you're you're on the team because yeah. you're you're ridiculous because that's what we do. In all of all of the different avenues, skateboarding, snowboarding, biking, you know, scootering. Yeah. I'm down with the scootering, man, these kids on scooters are insane and people need to give them way more respect and it's just like rollerblading some people are like oh rollerblading you see a guy do a backflip at the skate park on the concrete on with the rollerblades oh man i've seen it oh, what it's fine dude there's this guy that comes through and he does mad 360s 540s and backflips over the spine and like barrel rolls dude he's nuts on the blades he lands fakey on the spine <laughs> Cruising, flying, doing grinds everywhere. One foot this, one foot What's that. What's going on? Yeah, down the handrail, all this. So, yeah, there's this guy. He's from, uh, uh, I forget where he's from. He's either from Australia. I'm pretty sure he's from Australia. And this guy is nuts. Yeah. Either way. Oh, man, the type. It doesn't matter where he's from. The guy is. He's good. He's so good. And he comes to the Sudbury Skate Park every once in a while with his blades on there. And like some people were like, oh, this Like they judge hard. Yeah, judging hard. And it's just not. Yeah. And we have the same thing going on with the scooters, man. There's more than a handful of kids that are just lethal weapons on the scooters. Like backflip huge off, like off the spine, like Mm -hmm. way over your head on a scooter. Like that's. Huge balls, huge skill, everything is involved yeah. there. So, you know, it, it like talent is talent, and people are gonna hate on the great. They really will. Like that. This is hate on the great. Well, you see someone like doing so good, you're like, oh, or whatever. I could do that, or this and that. I heard it. I heard it this week when like uh, Craig McMorris was here yeah. in Sudbury filming for X Games and stuff like this, and I was. Uh, we were all like amazed. Yeah, we knew that he was coming down and all that. Yeah. But they were being very like secretive. They were doing their thing. They're filming for a professional video, and there's some kids just being ignorant. Like, oh, let me in. I could do this on this rail. I could. It's like, it's not about you. He care. He doesn't care, man. It's not about you. Yeah. And then that's just gonna get you further away from him. Yeah. And either way, you just see people act all these type of ways when the greats are involved. This guy is great. He's filming for X Games. He comes to Severy. That shit doesn't happen every day. No. So we were all hyped, we were all pumped, we were all geeking out, and like uh, we were all messaging him on Instagram and messaging yeah, him through social media, and he answered a couple of us. He answered me, he answered, he answered a couple of us, nice. and um, really nice dude, and all I did was just send him spots that I have on photo, like I have photos of handrails and freaking wall rides and any kind of snowboard thing that we do. And uh, I just sent them photos, and I'm like, you need any locations or whatever, like, Smart. trying to be helpful, you That's know. Right. I'm not, think you did. not trying to be like, you know. Uh, let me get in the video. Let me make something off of you. But no, like, we were like, uh, if anything, yeah. I was like, we have trucks, snow floats, cameras. What do you need at hand with? You know, I have all the locations. I know my way around town. Like, I could help you. Yeah, make with, it efficient. Yeah, we could. I could. Yeah, I can help you. Like, like work with this, and yeah. we know like some crazy spots. So yeah, and and that's what I meant to say. Like when someone's doing something wicked, you you see, you know, you see the people like that are negative about it. But it's so minute that it's funny. You can laugh about it, and it's a joke because mm-hmm. everyone that's real and that's down is gonna support the people that are real and that are down with right. with people like real, recognized real. I'm not yeah, here yeah. to do it for me. I'm here to do it, like I said, for the kids that go skate day mm-hmm. and like help kids out with snowboards. I have so many snowboards in there. I just started handing them out to kids that don't have snowboards. 
why would I have ten snowboards? I only have two feet, and you can only strap into one snowboard at a time. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. I only need like I have my setups: one for street, one for hill, and like there's you know I'm a snowboard collector, skateboard collector, yeah, all this kind of thing. So I have a couple of them, but I have way too many. And like I said, I needed to start like doing that. Same with skateboards. I had all these spare skateboards. Mm -hmm hanging around and there's this kid in town that snaps skateboards by the dozen a summer like more than that and oh he snaps like crazy skateboards so like just hand this kid an old skateboard might last him a week but that's a week he can skateboard yeah you know what i mean it's a big issue when you're 13 years old how do you come up with 70 80 bucks Skateboarding is still kind of expensive in that. Yeah. In that if sense. If you want a good board for doing the shit he's probably doing. Well, if you need just a board, yeah, just any kind of board is 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 definitely some money. And if you're really into it and trying tricks and experimenting, that's when it happens. That's when you break boards. Right. People are like, oh, he's not good. He's breaking all these boards. Like, what's going on? You're supposed to land on the what? No, man. Skateboarding. When you're when I was competitive and I got like medals to prove that I was competitive and that I wasn't shitty. Mm. <laughs> I, I was breaking, I was breaking boards, you know, just the, that point, like you're not shitty when you're breaking skateboards, that means you're fucking giving her the rockets yeah. and you're doing, you're doing the most because you're trying to jump down the shit and you land wrong on the board, jumping down something and you break a board, right. you know what I mean? Skateboarding's improved in that sense, but by making like composite style boards with carbon fiber mm -hmm. and like different plies in them, but they're still not invincible. The skateboard is still made out of mainly wood, and we—that's the feel we like. Right. As skateboarders, they're never gonna get rid of that. Like they've tried aluminum skateboards, they've tried all this kind of funky monkey stuff, and it's not gonna work. We mm -hmm. we we like Canadian maple, Canadian maple, and yeah, yeah. Nice. Do you ever have you ever considered, or do you coach like snowboarding and or uh, skateboarding? Yeah, yeah, I've I've done it. Uh, like a lot in the past and I still do it from time to time here and there for sure yeah yeah I got uh, I got a lesson actually like this week or next week depending on oh, shit. yeah someone just asked me uh, this week if I could give their daughter a lesson nice is that because I like that I think that's probably one of the best ways to get into it because I find it'd be tough to just pick up a board and go and it's intimidating right yeah and like having somebody of your stature in that community going as like a mentor it's like gives them a lot more reassurance and confidence to actually go out there and try for sure skateboard well that's that's the thing um, the person messaged me and uh, she was like um, my my daughter um, doesn't want to go to Adnac and get a lesson she wants a lesson from you because nice. because nice. I taught her how to skate out here she okay. was the neighbor nope. and that's the relationship she has right she only knows that she doesn't want to go to Adnac from some someone she doesn't know. Right, getting paid she's, more than they should. She's shy. Yeah. She's already like got that going on, so she doesn't want to, you know, have have to like learn how to talk to some new person and like kind of what they're all about. She knows that I'm I'm cool. Like I'm not gonna. There's not there's nothing weird about it. You want to learn how to skateboard. You want to learn how to snowboard. That's what I've been doing my whole life. I can right. teach you. You know, and and yeah, you said like what twenty years? You said roughly. Yeah, more or less. Long time, man. Like, long time. Man. Yeah, it's That's just incredible. been it's just been a hobby, but it's it gets serious once you've been out of it. Yeah, that right. Long. Like at that, at this point, I I would call it more than a hobby. I'd call it like a passion project of yours. Yeah, sure. lifestyle. Like just, lifestyle, man. That's I've just it. Been skateboarding, and it's not. It's never gonna stop. I never took a summer off. I never like. Oh, had it just hanging around and like no, man. I've been at the skate park constantly. Like I said, even on, on my lightest year with my surgery and everything, I was there ten, fifteen times. Mm -hmm. I had to go. I had to see if I could roll around better. If I could even pop an ollie, was I going to be able to get back on this thing ever, ever again in my life? You know, mm -hmm. was it? It was at that point. So. I was like, you know, every couple of weeks, every about every month or so, I'd go and see the skate park and see my progress in that department because I seen the progress in my workout and my physio. So I was just, nice. you know, I was just staying away because that's where I got hurt. I know I you I know for sure you can get hurt skateboarding. So so I was just like, hey, let's let's limit the possibilities of me getting friggin' hurt again. Yeah. And and do something you know more like, 
less more less impact and mm-hmm. and more focused on on rebuilding my leg, which was biking. So, nice. yeah, we got we got into biking heavily uh, in the last summer or two, and yeah, yeah, and that's sweet. That's been what we've been doing lately. So with that, like, where's your go-to spot to bike? Uh, we usually actually bike here out here at Hammer. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of nice spots in town. Don't get me wrong, we do go to town and uh, yeah. we, we've got a lot of people that ride in town too. And um, we've had our, some of our biggest like meets in town with all the bike people like get, get a, gathering together and uh, getting together to bike. But it seems to be the Valley or Hammer is the main spot because we've got a bunch of like nice new subdivisions yeah. and streets right and it's all it like kind of like tones down the wind and stuff when you're on those subdivisions mm-hmm. too in those subdivisions and uh and yeah we've just been doing our uh doing our thing around here in hammer in the valley and it's perfect for us that live out here in the ham hammer or valley area because you know the boys from town come to us some of us don't even have to drive we can literally bike to the meet, bike around, and bike back home. So, and we get a lot of kilometers, man. You know, we were doing, uh, at, we were biking at least two, three times a week, and some people more, some people a little less. Mm-hmm. But that was like my ratio for sure is two, three, and we we're doing more. We we're doing like ten to fifteen kilometers a bike. So it's putting in like wow. sometimes thirty, forty kilometers a week. Right, and these are just leisure bike rides, right? Yeah, and we're just. Uh, well, some, and we're like some, sometimes we're like you know doing our thing and uh, mm-hmm. we'd go to the jumps and like and, and jump around and like work real hard like shoveling and everything so you, you wouldn't see it like but if you put it on like the step counter and the kilometers on your you know your yeah. bike app or whatever it, it all adds up to it. getting the workout and rebuilding my leg Gosh. is what it was all about being with the homies mm-hmm. and not having to be con- like uh, secluded to my house and and just being kind of like quarantined in here, just yeah. doing a workout, rest, doing a workout, rest. My workout, like I said, is usually an, an activity that I like doing mm-hmm. with my friends, and that's how I get my like physical activity. Nice. Yeah. That's decent. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I fuck with that. Yeah. So, got the, the... so that's more or less, that's your exercise form, and then it turns into something that's, you're just building more of a yeah, the more you do it. Oh, it uh, escalated real big because, um, I like I'm not even gonna lie. Like I, we were biking around and I had a couple people biking, but we started a, a chat on Instagram and it was a couple people's idea. Everyone was like down with it, so okay, cool, man. I started a freaking chat, and it just blew up to the point where we had to start another chat because that chat was so filled up with people and we couldn't add any anybody else and it was kind of getting re- like it was kind of getting reckless cuz some people were on there they weren't really biking whatever right but there was a lot of people through it so we mm-hmm. we did that out and started another chat but it escalated that big that honestly like that's awesome man. yeah and um, it was uh, it was just funny to see that that it, it created such a ruckus that we couldn't even handle it on Instagram it just got so big people couldn't even catch up like I would come up from underground, I would check my phone in my locker, you can't yeah. have your phone at work, right? So I check my phone once I get out of my locker, sorry, out of the dry, mm-hmm. and, and I'm in the, um, I'm, get, I'm like in my truck or whatever, starting my truck, check on my phone, dude, the thing just scrolls down, it looks like a, it looks like someone's like scrolling through a Rolodex, the thing just keeps Jesus. going, boom, loading, loading, <laughs> people have been talking all day, and I just worked a 12 hour shift, my phone was on airplane mode, I turn it on, it loads up, everything it almost dude. explodes. So I can't catch up on everything, right? You yes. miss certain things and people are like, oh, you didn't you didn't come to this ride yeah. out. Man, I didn't even know you guys were going out tonight. Cause like, I would have had half an hour to even get that figured yeah. out after work. But either way, it got to a point, like I said, where it was, it was just getting out of hand there. It, 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 was, it was funny to see that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't mad at it, you know? Yeah. And that's pretty sweet. Wow. Because, like, I see I see your stories. I'll see Cole's stories that you'll post as your stories and shit. I'm yeah. Like, man, that shit looks sick. You guys just wheeling around everywhere. Yeah, like, and it's man, all the boys. Like, so. you got to give credit to, like, Eric and yeah. Cole and my, my, my buddy Tim, who I live with here. And, yeah. and uh, like, everyone. There's a bunch of kids, like Derek and my, my buddy Cody and Matt Alberton and all these people. Like, I could, I could shout out. And um, and that's what brings it together. I'm not gonna like I do go biking out 
alone sometimes. I do go out biking alone. You know what I mean? But not as fun. It's definitely not as fun. That's only when I know I got to do my workout, and right. I, and no one's going biking that day. Okay, I'll go around the neighborhood for a half hour yeah. or go try and even get an hour of biking in. But it's not the same. I always come back like sooner than I would want mm-hmm. to. All that stuff. If you're out with your friends, you go for hours. We'll go yeah, like I, I say. Sometimes twenty kilometers, man. Sometimes like longer. And and I was just putting like an average when I said mm-hmm. it earlier. But we've done crazy rideouts where it's like we've done huge kilometers and stayed out for long times. You know. That's sick. So we're out doing a trying to be positive, like doing a like positive thing, have fun, get an activity, mm-hmm. like getting our you know activity on, and that's that's like what it all comes down to and and just like you say building like our little bike community thing that we got going on we like wheelies we like cruising around with tunes and stuff like that some of us like jumping going to the dirt jumps and stuff like that but you know in general it's all biking and and yeah i'd like to create like a cool little uh there's some guys in town that have like street bike clothing and I want to see if they want to do some sort of like mm-hmm. thing where we could collab and stuff like that, like and or, or something like that, or I'll just do my own graphic with yeah. with bikes and wheelies and stuff like that, and I'm gonna do like some wheelie shirts yeah. or hoodies, you know. And what are they called? What's their name? You know? Uh, Let's ride or something like that. I don't. I don't actually know. Okay. Honest to God, I just uh, heard about them the other day, and I'm gonna have to ask my friend. Okay. Yeah. That told me about them. I tell you know. the honest truth. But yeah, someone just told me that that there's a, a street bike um, like crew in town that do clothes and they are like have their own anyways printed. Yeah. And I just wanted to see if they wanted to like meet up even like they could yeah. do a couple wheelie, couple wheelies on their bikes. They could do a couple wheelies on our bikes and then uh, yeah, just stuff like that. And that's the thing, just just meeting with new people and stuff like that's what I like doing. That's how the world works. That's how. That's why we're here. Yeah, and that's how you market. If you want to be a that's business it, person, that like it doesn't work any other way. Mm. You don't just sit there and and people come to you and and all this stuff. Even Nike has to do all they can in their power. That's market. That's why they spend so much money on marketing a year. Yeah. That's why it just grows and grows into a bigger beast because mm. they're spending more and more money on that. Never yeah. mind, like holding back on it. They're not like so big that they can say, oh, I don't have to do too much advertising this year. I'm Nike. No, never has that ever happened. Plus, dude, it's also like you said, I think this was before we had record where it's some of it's a lot of old shit, right? You said they're always coming out with new shit too. Like you're in that challenge as well. They face that that challenge for sure. Absolutely. 100% just on a greater scale, but they still face it. Absolutely. I bet you they have warehouses, warehouses of stuff. Full of old stuff. Like drive or whatever. You know what I mean? Who knows? But exactly. Yeah. And there's definitely a a consistent uh, battle in that because fashion is always changing. Yeah. Just last year or two years ago, let's say everyone was wearing all tight fitted clothes. Now it's like the trend is to be all old school, retro, baggy. Yeah. It's like, so how can you even keep up? Two years ago, I had to be a year in advance trying to make my clothes for next year. You know what yeah. I'm getting at? Like yeah. you have to make that stuff in advance. So you have to, You there's such a big battle in that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's to an keep unpredictable up. cycle to keep up. To, to, yeah, it's unpredictable to keep up. But if you are good with it and your brand is the styling brand that's leading in those, the other ones are the ones that are following. There isn't that kind of, right. you came out with those new baggy slush pants that yeah. everyone wants to rock and that's retro. Mm-hmm. You came out with that crazy windbreaker blazer that like that everyone wants that's like, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that you're creating those new things so the other people are going to follow. That's, that's where I want to be. You know what I mean? Right now, I am one of those companies that's just putting my logo on a hoodie, just putting my logo on a pair of track pants, like not doing anything intense with the design scale of things where I want to be. I want to design everything right to the stitch. I have the ability to. Mm-hmm. I, I have a portfolio full of it, like, you know? Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's just, a, it's all about just getting there and, 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 now working forward towards this mm-hmm. instead of all the other types of jobs I've done in the past. Right. So now with that and with putting your logo on your own shirt and stuff, now that's actually printed on your own merch, you used to, correct me if I'm wrong, how old were you when you painted 
when you were painting the logos on people for kids at the skate parks. You did that, right, for a bit? Yeah, for sure. That's how this all started. So, like, the, the doodle came about, the drawing, like, you know, rewinding back in time in the, yeah. uh, the interview. The logo came about on a sketch pad. Then it was always, I wanted to create a brand. So I was like, hey, logo, brand. You put this logo on, like, a skeleton T-shirt. Mm -hmm. Boom, drew it out. And I was like, hey, how do I create this? How do I create this? And it was always, like, trying to work with people. I was a little kid. I was, like, 13, 14 years old or whatever. You know what I mean? I might have been 15 years old by the time that I was getting figured out. Mm -hmm. By the time I was trying to, like, print clothes. Yeah. And it was super hard. And I'm like, you know what? I'm the artist, I have this logo, I can draw like crazy, I can draw like portraits like crazy, I can yeah. draw anything I want, so I'm going to try painting, let's give it a go, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and on clothes and everything, I was, I've never really painted anything like, you know, any crazy like nice pictures yeah. or anything like that, as an artist I can admit that, I'm more of like a pencil artist, mm -hmm. a sketch, I can draw, I can design, I can, Sick. you know, very fine yeah. artwork, detailed stuff, but, um, not very many paintings, right? So I, you know, just hop right into it, grab some fabric paint and stuff like that. And it turned out to be like some of like the craziest fabric paint. This one's a custom painted hat right here. That's sick. So I got an embroidered black, but I did the orange and the white. No shit, really? Yeah. And what the fuck? And the, Dude, um, it looks like it was printed on my lids, like you said. And uh, so the, uh, that's wild. Thanks, man. That's, that's, that's wicked to see your reaction. The, uh, the um, paint lasts a really long time though. Yeah, is what I want to say. Whereas like silk screen and stuff like that will eventually crack at some point in time or fade sure. or whatever. Mm -hmm. Dude, I have friends like with shirts that are old, even if they're gone now, like up until like last year or a year ago, a friend had a shirt that was like 10, 15 years old, man. Mm -hmm. And the thing was still on there, like a little bit faded, but it was still on there because the paint like soaks into the shirt. It's not like on top of it, like a silk screen or, or a sublimation print. Yeah is and man it's like soaked up right in the shirt and it just looks so classic and like the shirt's all faded you can tell it's a 10 year old shirt and the logo and everything but it's there it's it's mm -hmm. not ripped off the shirt it's not cracking it's not it's all there it's just a little bit faded and i was like and and that gave me kind of like a re-inspiration to start painting again and i and i've been painting a lot since actually i painted like a, a bunch of stuff in the last little while on top of printing because it's right. just not enough. People want that hand painted stuff still. Right, it's pretty it's more authentic. Like it is more authentic and I think that'd be really cool to do events where I have a booth full of my <laughs> printed stuff, but you can get a hand painted shirt here from West for an extra, yeah. you know, ten dollars or whatever and and see him do it right in front of your face kind of thing or whatever. Are you gonna have any uh like you're gonna have your merch up at the uh skate event, right? Yeah. The snow skate one. Nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely nice. hopefully uh have as much stuff as I can out uh, at that snow skate event. It's going to be more about like, uh, right. like a city snow, uh, like a snow day. Okay. So it's going to be like a, a kid, like a family day for the kids, sliding, skating, hot right. chocolate, yeah. cool stuff. <laughs> hot chocolate. We're not trying to like, you know, sell too right, much stuff to people. It will be there. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to bring my stuff. You're not gonna be like waving it. No, it's gonna like, be more like kid here. Try the snow skate. This is snow skating. Yeah. You know they're sold at sessions, like kind of thing. Like you know, more for sessions. Mm -hmm. And I am gonna push my stuff too. But I mean, like I'm not going to be, you know, very. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's not. I, it's not like I'm setting up an like uh you know an yeah, event. Yeah. You're not like, setting up a booth where you're selling shit. No sessions yeah. asked me to do a snow skate event, and I can definitely put my stuff with it. Nice. But it's more of like, you know, a, an event like um, uh, for the city and, and for uh, snow skating. But I'm definitely going to always have my logo wherever I go and uh, and have a, a few items always on hand. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's, yeah. Always have stickers and tubes and yeah. stuff like that for that's the kids. So yeah. It's all about the kids, yeah. man. When I was it a kid, is. that's is. why I got inspired, like I said, when I was a kid to see my cousin skateboarding. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, you see and it happens in everything, like skating hockey, all that stuff, like you see, yeah. oh man, you see Crosby, some kid wants to like, get like, take his dad's hockey stick, cut it and like use it as his own and freaking yeah. go out there and shoot puck, you know what I mean, at the ODR. And it's like, that's what sparks, you know, like that interest right off the hop. And if you can make it enjoyable, really cool, not just like, oh, like buddy's there sitting with a smoke and a skateboard, 
under his foot. You know what I mean? Or he doesn't like, actually know how to use it. Right. I'm yeah. looking cool right now. No. Or, yeah. You got it, man. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You said it. I didn't say it. What was bro? Yeah, I know, but I didn't stand it. Yeah, but and and there's nothing wrong with not being able to like do crazy tricks or anything like that, and being at the skate park and being that guy. But it's there's there's you you know the guys you know the people that are oh right yeah there. and that's you don't those are the kind of like bad images you get from yeah. from skateboarding and that's what I definitely don't want to create right they're the guys always at the skate park but you've never actually seen them skate right or whatever yeah our talk mad game I had some kid say he was he moved from some town some yeah. out of town in high school and I remember him coming into our clique and straight at the lunch table and straight being like yo I heard you're the snowboarder in town or whatever and we're all like looking at each other like yeah like we're you know we're the people that like snowboard the most around here like we're always at the ski hill like every freaking day it's open and everything like mm -hmm. that Cape Royal Ski Hill shout outs to Cape Royal Ski Hill when it was open and nice. um and he just came in like all oh, hot shot yo I used to be yeah this that was sponsored it was huge I used to compete all this stuff he comes out with, dude, man, like, you've never been on a snowboard in, like, 10 years. Like, you know, like, don't... And it was the funniest stuff because, like, everyone's seen it. It wasn't like... Yeah. I didn't have to... No, no one made fun of him, but it was like... You didn't... You just to. talked all that yeah. game at school, man, and then you come to the ski hill, night skiing, and you just... <laughs> You just did. You didn't bad, show. You yeah. didn't show us the the Olympic <laughs> run that you were talking about or the X Games yeah. <laughs> stuff. And that guy. Yeah, and it's all about and it's all about just like being real. You know what I mean? And that's what I love about skateboarding because you see it. You yeah, see, real recognize real, right? Yeah, and you yeah. see and you see like the people that do the faking and fronting, and you see the people that are actually honest men. I just got the skateboard last week, you know, I really want to learn how to, oh man, I'll take you under my wing, you want to learn yeah. how to ollie? Rather than that hot shot, well, I know how to do this, right on his face, because skateboarding's hard as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta try the kickflip, I can't do it, I can ollie. That's good. That's curve. Good. That, well, was my, real good. that was the best I've gotten. But that's real good though, right. like, you know what I mean? To Man, it takes years to even get to that state, so that that's real good. Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? Some people yeah. have like, you know, like have the knack for it too. Like some, you know, some people uh, like like it more than others. The pain yeah. for the pleasure too, because yeah. it really hurts when you fall skateboarding. So you're like, some yeah. people are just like, no way, man. I'm like real good without that, you know. Mm -hmm. And I never really got hurt until my injury, like lately. Yeah. But like seriously, like you know, I I never really had no intense serious injuries. I had bunch of falls, bumps, scrapes, bruises, all of the above and never no serious injuries. So I always stuck with it and, and that's what that's what it takes with everything. You're not gonna be good at guitaring, you're not gonna be good at anything without practice. It takes 100%. time. And you're gonna suck at it too at some point. Like you're gonna Absolutely trials, tribulations, everything, yeah. Yeah. Competition. I, I went to go make the fingerboards. I was like, oh man, this has gotta be easy. This can't be too hard. <laughs> I got punched right in the face with reality there, trying to make like the mold for the first fingerboard. Everything yeah. it was just like, oh my god, this is way more technical than I thought. Yeah, and I'm just starting to get it now, and I made like 180 of them. Yeah. 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 So making the mold was difficult, eh? Oh yeah, like just getting the whole process of starting the fingerboard company. Like I said, I thought it would be yeah. super easy. <laughs> Not at all. It definitely yeah. was a lot harder than I thought, and um, so. Yeah, like making a bunch of them, or sorry, it took making a bunch of them to get better at it. I was nowhere near great like at it or like, you know, the best at it at all by any means, you know. But I'm getting mm -hmm. better at it, and right. it shows. So yeah, it's it it's just like everything like we were talking about. It takes repetition and practice to get better at anything you want to do. So and I'm very patient, like I said, with the whole ink logo yeah. and everything. So I'll do it with the fingerboards too. I'm very patient. I'll go through the trials and tribulations. I've had people say, oh, this one's cruddy. And I've had a, a whole huge, like, other side of things. Like, you know, 99% of other people say positive things about it and say, mm -hmm. it's great, this is cool. Holy geez, I remember Tech Dex. This is like a real deal wooden one, though. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you make them? You know, go right, get right, right. right involved right away. So, like, I, I've... Uh, I'm just gonna keep at it no matter what, you know. I just see nothing but positivity because, like, I'm get getting some sort of reaction, and it's 
and it's mainly positive, right? Right. So that's what I that's what I'm working with with the clothing line and the mm -hmm. fingerboarding. One thing I noticed with that uh, before I ask you about uh, the fingerboarding, um, I find that there's less negativity doing something that you want to do out of passion than I ever thought there would be. You know, for example, with the podcast and from what you were telling me uh, before we hit record with both Coffee Table Parks, which we'll get into, and then with Ink Apparel, I haven't, like with the podcast, for my own from my own experience, I've yet to receive any like negative, negative things about it. I get a lot of constructive feedback on like, well, the audio for this episode or um, maybe like don't like muffle or move the table while the mic's on type, stuff like that, right? Like little constructive feedback that you're like oh man I didn't even think of that yeah you right. needed that yeah and stuff like that so I don't know about you but how's the experience been in terms of like feedback that, yeah um, that's what I meant to say earlier yeah it's like 99% freaking positive nice. I've only had like a few like cruddy comments and yeah. it's like people that don't know nothing about right so their credibilities or the clothing anyways right and and like you have to be able to accept that like mm -hmm. even if someone that is credible says something then you gotta like you said use that as constructive criticism like yeah. wow that guy is in the clothing industry and he just like dissed my clothing line maybe I do have to check myself before I wreck myself yes yeah. in an ice cube once or twice in the morning and, and focus on doing <laughs> you know focus on doing what I gotta yeah. do you know like yeah. and he might be right that guy might not be also wrong right. and I absolutely feed off that because yeah. you know um, I know that I'm not the best and I know I need to improve. I have wicked ideas, but they're not where I need them to be. So I definitely need help. I need to focus on, on building and getting better and changing daily. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've been doing. Like I said, like I, um, I've had to change my whole lifestyle over to focus on this business. I can't go and spend money like I want to or used to mm -hmm. because I'm strictly focused on this business, you know? Going to Barcelona for a month. Yeah. Going to... Worth it, though. Be, oh, worth it. All worth day long. It. I worked my butt off my yeah. whole life. Definitely worth it. I was yeah. on a mode where I was taking trips everywhere. I went nice. to Boston like two weeks after I got back from Barcelona. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. even like a week later. Like, hey, renting a car, going to Boston. Nice. What was that trip like? It was wicked. That's like a good introduction to this CTP, Cocktail Parks thing. That's where... Um, we were always wanting to go for like a huge fingerboarding event. Yeah. Mike Schneider, this guy, big props to him. Yeah. Flat face fingerboards. Um, he's, uh, yeah, he's huge in the game. Like he's, that's what I wrote down. he's massive in the game. And like, this guy's like a, um, like a wicked, um, uh, coordinator of people. Like he gets everybody together from around the world for a huge event called rendezvous. So, no so we're like, Hey, rendezvous, whatever, 25 or whatever, we're going, man. Like, let's go. And that was like a couple of weeks after Barcelona. So that was nice. just like, and, uh, and either way, yeah, it, it was, it was amazing, man. Like I talked to him personally that changed the game. Cause there's oh, all these people there and you know, like he's like, Oh, you Canadian guys are like, wild, man. You guys are like the life of the party here. And like, nice, this dude. is like. This is yeah, awesome yeah. to see the energy, you know what I mean? Like That's that, it, I started man. talking to him. Positive vibes, you're saying. Yeah. How can I spread it? Yeah, and my and my homie Cody was like, uh, he's like, I want to see the laboratory, I mean, like right away, he's like, <laughs> cut all the everything, like yeah. I just want to see like where you create, man, like this is amazing what yeah. you do, and and we, we're we seeing this whole event that you're doing, but like where do you create? And he's like, oh, you want to see the lab? And he like, takes us down into his oh, basement. shit, dude. Seeing his mold, his press, what? his things, the, all the stuff that he does. What? And he really got personal, you know? And oh, we started talking and shooting more shit. And I was just like, Mike, man, I'm, like, I've always wanted to create a brand. I always wanted to create something. Like, I, I really... I. I really want to do my yeah. own thing like this. And you're super inspiring, man. Like, this is awesome. And he's like, oh, man, you should, like... You should show me your drawings sometimes. Like, dude, I brought them with me. I have them with me, obviously. Fucking really did. You were prepared. Yeah, you know, I was like, I always like, you know what I mean? Like, like with stuff like that, like, just, anyways, I had my drawings and we went through them and we we're looking at shoes and stuff like that and all this other stuff. And he's like, man, you should definitely like, he's like, I don't know why you're not doing this stuff because like that's, that's what you dope. should be pursuing, you know what I mean? And, and like just the skate park designs and all that too. Like we were just looking at all this, all this stuff and. I was like, yeah, man, I've always wanted to do, like, fingerboard stuff, too, and, like, just never pursued it, and he's like, you should, because, like, look at, like, your drawings are, yeah. like, you know, 
spot spot on and I was sick. That must have felt pretty good. Yeah, to hear it from him, very successful person. Like you gotta you gotta understand this guy's like Lord Fingerboard. Like yeah. Oh yeah, like there's nobody <laughs> Like everyone around the world yeah. knows this guy. Like shit too. Yeah, Mike Schneider, like straight up. And and uh he's very welcoming, very informative, very inspiring and uh like and help me out start like my own stuff because he's like you, you should just do it man yeah what's like, happening like you know why like why would you work with him why would you work with yeah. try and do this why would you design anything for anyone else just do your own thing yeah and that kind of like right there was a whole different kind of spark of, of of inspiration right that's pretty sweet you know whether it be fingerboarding or just do your own thing man like just freaking yeah like stop living the friggin stop stopping yourself from doing things and just right. get it like get it done be you know? creative yeah explore different things man like I cannot yeah. tell you just from not only our conversation but like looking into what you're about both coffee table parks and ink apparel looking into it and then going back and seeing because what I like to do I like to go to the absolute first post and see what what you're about and what that first, because that's the intro, that sets the tone yeah. for whatever else <laughs> yeah. to come. But with that tone set, it's cool to set, because you, you're like, hey, I need to set this, and you start this off good, 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 like me. I was like, episode one has to be sick of the podcast. And so you put yourself up here, and you get something that's here, and then all of a sudden, it only grows. And to see not only like the quality of photo and the quality of like apparel, and just the graphic and everything improve, and then see how it just you can see the work and passion that goes into each piece that you put out, both for ink and CTP, which Thanks, I now had to make an abbreviation because I like that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to CTP this. It's going to sound sick too. Yeah. Like, yeah. So with coffee table bars, I'm like, man, like all that yeah. stuff. I'm like, man, it's really cool to see the progression. I just want to let you Thank know. I'm you. like, man, you can tell that you work hard. Thank you. In what you're doing. Thank you. So it, it, yeah. That, yeah. Sure. No, I only got to check your Instagram out for a quick second because my stuff was freaking acting up forever. But yeah, I checked your stuff out and like same same goes to you, man. Like you can tell like you're about yeah. what you're doing and you can tell you're exploring and, and you're creating and doing your own like I'm trying, trying to do yeah. it all, taste everything, just meet new people and keep that. It's an energy, right? Yeah. And I talked to my buddy about this and we talked a lot about it before we hit record. It's an energy you want to admit to people, and then I find you get that back. Like everything from, and like you said, right when you DM the the skater, you didn't say. You basically said, "This is what I'm offering you. We're gonna offer you as much as you want, help wherever. Like, let me know." Yeah. You know, like, oh, you're not asking for them to do you a bunch of favors. No. Put me in your video. Sign me. Like, you know, be no. my buddy for a day. You're just like, yo, never that. You. No, no, no. And yeah. then it ended up working out, right? Yeah, that's how it works. That's how the world works. And that's like, it, it's really hard to express that. But like, it's definitely like the whole team make everything. It's all like, it's all based around like positivity, cocktail parts, especially because I'm like a like 32 year old man that fingerboards still. Yeah. When some, you say it like that, yeah. Some people but. like... You know, when I go to places, they look at the like the fingerboard. They're like kind of like chuckle or laugh, but I just like totally flipped over like my life, like I said a while ago, and just started being more creative. Yeah. And if I see a spot when I'm downtown Toronto at this fancy whatever, I don't give a fuck like where yeah, I am. That's who, it, man. That's I'm it. busting on my fingerboard. I'm kick flipping those guys in this ledge, and I put it back in my pocket. That's it. You know, and like, <laughs> that's I'm, awesome. I can imagine me like, and, it's, and, it's, and it's the greatest <laughs> like sigh of relief when that's you get sad. it done. Like if, okay, oh, if you don't get it done, whatever. But oh, you know, usually it and it literally um, triggers the same stuff in your brain um, that you're doing while you're skateboarding, your yeah. fingerboarding. <clears throat> nice. So you get that urge. It's raining out. It's snowing out. It's all winter out. Yeah. You you know you get the fingerboard you you get to like release those things and do yeah. crazier stuff that you could ever do on your regular right. skateboard. You're only limited by your own imagination and creativity. Yeah, and that's where like I was for a bit because I was stuck in the trades and and construction and then it gets overwhelming when you start running your own jobs and have to think yeah. of stuff after work and and you're always worried about like big responsibilities and right. you know those things stuff. get put aside because they have to. I'm mm -hmm. not gonna be. Yeah, you know I mean, focused on building a fingerboard, and then watch like some like big job that I did just go to yeah. shambles and like it takes a toll on you. Like you bring it home as much as you punch out, it still stays with you. 
Well, and and it has to like certain jobs yeah. you have to literally think about it till the next morning to mm-hmm. figure it out yeah. because there's such a predicament at that job or whatever, and right. you're running the job. Mm-hmm. You're not just the minion working anymore. So like I was saying, you're taking more responsibility yeah. and running jobs and being a foreman. And and like I said, that had to be put aside for sure. So for a yeah. couple of years, I had them hanging in the mirror. The fingerboard was there. I had huge collections of them. I was always a fan of it, but I wasn't fingerboarding as serious as I am right now. Right. You know what I mean? Like every day my coffee table is like used. I'm, I'm fingerboarding every day. People come over, uh, have huge like just sessions where like 15, 20 kids come here just because I say something on Instagram. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I go skate day, I bring the parks to the to the to the skate park. I bring all these parks except for this one because it's huge. But we bring Cole's concrete one yeah. oh, shit, to the skate park, and like there's just a big swarm of kids. It's almost as That's big sick. as an event as the actual skateboarding, the finger skateboarding, because the skateboarders yeah. get involved because they're into it. Right, all it's just these a smaller other, scale at the end of the day. Yeah, and and it's uh, it's all exactly a smaller scale of skateboarding. That's all I think of it. So we we get to uh, release those same uh, kind of like you're scratching the itch. Yeah, you're exactly you're yeah, really, yeah you get the the release that you. Hundred percent. It's a little less. You don't get like you know you don't get sweaty physical. Yeah. Oh man, I got that workout. Right, from. the endorphins aren't all the way up, but you still still triggering a lot of the same stuff and doing same. a lot of the same. You know, uh, like maneuvers and, and, and getting the board to do the same thing mm-hmm. and just boarding is just what you're doing. Right. Finger boarding, skate boarding. At it's least, boarding at least you day. get to do the boarding, right. you know? You just got to get it in. Because that's what we're all about. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. They need Fuck to release that. another video game straight up. I just uh, podcast that out and this thing goes viral because like skate three, yeah. four, all that. Okay. Like it needs to be another. No okay. They need another skate game because like, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is though. We uh, we have lots of fun with the fingerboarding. Mike inspired me to create the company. I started the company. Now I'm knee deep in it, and we have a bunch of boards out there, sold, given away, whatever it may be. They're out there. Kids are fingerboarding and having fun. And all Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to make sure that uh, at least in my city, my town, what I can do for the people that I know. Mm-hmm. Like do my best to get some boards out there and get some people fingerboarding. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. Man. That's it. Well, I hope yeah, with fun. also with the publish of this podcast episode, and then with the after videos that I want to take with you, just kind of explaining this more like in books, and I kind of want to see a couple. Of oh, I got tricks. Yeah, dude, you do it. Oh yeah, that's sick. I don't have this all for yeah. nothing. No, yeah. got, oh, I do. I'm like geeking out right now. This is sick. Yeah, we got. Like, up. Yeah, so on stuff like that, like I definitely feel there'll be more not only appreciation for the fingerboarding community and the skateboarding community, right? More of an inside perspective, I think, and that's kind of also the goal with this is just giving people that perspective into things that they might not be unfamiliar with, so then they can go. I don't know if this is for me. Oh. Wes is doing this? Oh, he's got a cool perspective on this. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. You know, just something to spark creativity, right? Yeah, man. At the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, and like, um, to, like, to add to that note, um, just to, to be, uh, very, you have to push for it. Sorry, it's what I wanted to get. You have to push for it, man. I have to work 60, 80 hours a week sometimes and still, make these boards uh these kids want these fingerboards and like you can't like you know uh say something to a kid and then not come through with it yeah. it's different me and you mm-hmm. but you disappoint a little kid and say you're gonna get him that superman fingerboard he's gonna be a lot and painted and I'm you upset. don't yeah, he's a lot of upset and little, very little happy you know so anyways yeah. you want it and it's not about like you know it's it it's just about um being uh very persistent never giving up being very patient because it's not just going to happen overnight. Right. I've created 180 fingerboards yeah. and still like, you know what I mean? There's no huge profit from it, right. but we're getting them out there and there could be eventually. And it's all about doing what you love and, and I want to do what I love and make a living from it. You know, I like that, man. Yeah. Well, 
couldn't have said it better myself, man. Yeah. So I think uh, time-wise, yeah, we're almost out. So I appreciate your time, buddy. Yeah. I really do, man. Dude, yeah, thank you for coming through, man. Yeah, I know. I appreciate you for yeah. having me, letting me uh, set up my station, and I uh, can't wait to see uh, your tricks, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got okay, you. We got this. All right. Make a couple flip tricks. Thanks, guys. What's up, everybody? So, you've made it to the end of the video. Thank you. If you're new here or you like this video and you want to see a bunch of other podcasts or really cool, funny, random content that is probably going to be beneficial for you, let's be honest, you'll love it. You'll appreciate it because I appreciate you. Click subscribe button right here. And to see other videos, I have an option one here. Oh, wait, how about one here? And right here. You're going to click this one? Hit subscribe first. Much love.